The opening chapters of the Bible are the seedbed for the truth found throughout the rest of Scripture. As we study the first 11 chapters of Genesis, we will discover principles that can guide us as we seek to have a new beginning with God. Are you in need of a spiritual reset? Good news. Our God is the God of new beginnings. Let's join Scott Pauley now. There's a great deal of talk in our world about progressive thinking and new ideas and uh, the development of things. And yet, I'm convinced that very often when people are talking about progress, there is no progress being made. We're not moving forward. We're moving backward. We're not getting nearer to God and closer to God's uh, perfect design for mankind. We're getting further and further away from it. And one of the great examples of that is found in Genesis chapter number 4 with the family of Cain. Now, you know Cain. We've studied him already, the first murderer. What a wicked man he was. But look at his offspring. Look at his family line. May I just ask you, what kind of heritage will you leave behind? What kind of legacy will you pass on to your children? Are you content to continue as you are now? And what if your children and your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren continue on that same line? Let's pick up the story in Genesis chapter 4. The Bible says in verse 17, Cain knew his wife, and she conceived and bare Enoch. And he builded a city and called the name of the city after the name of his son Enoch. And then Enoch was born Arad, and Arad begat Mahujal, and Mahujal begat Methusel, and Methusel begat Lamech. And Lamech took unto him two wives. The name of the one was Ada, and the name of the other Zillah. And Ada bare Jabal. He was the father of such as dwell in tents, and of such as have cattle. And his brother's name was Jubal. He was the father of all such as handle the harp and organ. And Zillah, she also bare Tubal-Cain, an instructor of every artificer in brass and iron. And the sister of Tubal-Cain was Nama. And Lamech said unto his wives, Ada and Zillah, Hear my voice, ye wives of Lamech. Hearken unto my speech. For I have slain a man to my wounding, and a young man to my hurt. If Cain shall be avenged sevenfold, truly Lamech seventy and sevenfold. Notice all of the progressive things in the passage. Culture is developing. Uh, this is the first mention of music. Uh, do you see here the, uh, the work of Jubal on the harp and the organ? So music is developing. Uh, you have uh, industry and agriculture. You have those who take care of cattle. You have those uh, who work with brass and work with iron. Uh, you have so many things developing that, frankly, are good things, necessary things for the development of civilization and mankind to go on. And yet, in the midst of all of that, do you see the tragedy of sin and the consequences that it brings? If you concentrate on this man, Lamech, you get a little snapshot of what happens when people continue in their sin. The great, great, great grandson of Cain is a reminder that sin never gets better on its own. The world always goes further and further. Sin gets darker and darker, and the heart gets harder and harder unless there is some divine work of grace done in their hearts. And so Lamech's life is a reminder to us uh, that if you persist in your way, this is the great tragedy it brings to your family. Notice, uh, first of all, his sin. 
What was his sin? Well, he was the first to adopt two wives. The first man in Scripture that has two wives, the Bible even gives us both of their names. And remember God's way, one man, one woman, Adam and Eve. That's the way God started it. That was the divine design. And uh, they've gone their own way. And so now there's immorality. You bring immorality in, you open the door to every other type of confusion and chaos. Not only is there immorality, uh, there's murder. This is something to, to ponder for just a moment. What was Cain's sin? Murder. Do you really think that Cain wanted his offspring, his great, great, great grandson to be a murderer as well? I doubt it. But that's exactly what happened. Lamech, verse number 23 of Genesis 4, uh, tells his wives, I killed a man. I killed a young man. And he says this. He said, I, I wounded him to my hurt. Let that sink in just a moment. When you sin against others, it doesn't just hurt them. It hurts you. Uh, it doesn't just put them to death. It puts something to death in you. Uh, here is a man full of arrogance. Even the way he speaks about his sin, uh, even the way he flaunts it to his wives, there's such presumption and pride in it. This is sin just getting worse and worse all the time. And then, not only is there sin here, but there's great suffering. He said, I've wounded a man to my hurt. Here's the boomerang of sin. But not just for himself. Think about his family for just a moment. Uh, they, these boys of Lamech may have been gifted in agriculture and music and manufacturing and the arts and business and uh, civilization. But did you notice the one thing that is lacking? There's not a single mention of God. There's not a single mention of sacrifice, of offering, of prayer. There's ingenuity, but there's no spirituality. I don't know about you. This sounds a lot like the world we're living in today. Uh, progress, they say, but is it really progress? New ideas, fresh ways of thinking, and fresh, fresh ways of doing things, new technology, advancement. And yet, my friend, culture may be inventing new things all the time, but if we're giving no regard to God, we are missing the whole purpose for which God has put us on this planet. That's what the word ungodly means. It literally means giving no regard to God. You don't have to be the most wicked person in the world to be ungodly. You don't have to be immoral or a murderer to be ungodly. If we live our lives, go about our business, play our music, work with our iron and brass, take care of our cattle, uh, build our houses, raise our children, and do so without giving any thought to God, we are just as guilty as Lamech was of living ungodly lives. Yes, progress is not always progress. So let me ask you, don't just look at Lamech's family. Don't just walk through his family picture album and say, what a tragedy. Examine your own. Remember, the Bible is not just to reveal them to us. It's to reveal us to us. It's the mirror so look at Genesis 4 and examine your own heart. Examine your own home. If you continue on the course you're on now, what will that mean for your children? What will that mean for your grandchildren? Look, no one sins alone. Uh, you, you may think your sin affects only you, but our sin has a ripple effect, a domino effect. It never affects just us. It affects many more people. And beyond our lifetime, there will be consequences and repercussions that we have no control over the only thing we have control over is whether today we're going to deal with our sin and let the Lord be thorough with us and making us clean and being right with God. Uh, let me give two applications. First of all, if you've never trusted the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior, you don't know God in a personal way, today 
Repent and believe the gospel. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Confess Christ today as your Savior. And I'll tell you, the Lord Jesus Christ will move into your heart and change not only your own heart, but bring a new beginning in your own home, the beginning of a godly line. And if you are a Christian, but you're not where you need to be with God today, we've all been there before, backslidden, moving the wrong direction, uh, making progress but not making progress, moving the wrong direction. I want to say to you, look to the Lord afresh today. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. It's never a step forward if you're not walking with God. It's never a step up if you're moving away from the Lord's plan for your life. Do not follow Lamech's example. and Do not leave an example for your children to follow of someone who's disobeying God. No matter where you are or what you've done, you can have a new beginning with the Lord. A great way to experience this new beginning is to have a fresh start in your devotional life. We encourage you to get into God's Word. On our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find a wide variety of devotional plans from which to choose. We hope they're a blessing to you. Thank you for joining us today, and may God help you to enjoy the journey. Thank you.